0: Welcome to Commando On Demand, Insider. These are crazy times, and there's a lot of hacking going on out there. So we're going to talk to a hacking expert on what you need to watch out for. Also, internationally syndicated radio show columnist and best-selling author, Dr. Laura Schlesinger, will join Kim. And how about buying a laptop on an unemployed person's salary? There's a lot of them out there, and we'll have Kim's advice coming up on Commando On Demand. Stephanie Carruthers, a.k.a. Snow, is the chief people hacker at IBM's X-Force Red. And we're going to talk to her in just a few moments about what you need to watch out for as far as the COVID-19 related spam campaigns. Cyber criminals are going crazy. The hackers are creating more and more almost Unbelievable ways to hack you, so what you need to watch out for. And also later, Kim talks with Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Her internationally syndicated radio program is now heard exclusively on Sirius XM Radio's Triumph Channel, 111, and is streamed on the internet and podcast. She's a best-selling author of 13 adult books and four children's books. Dr. Laura is going to share some ways on how we can, uh, as comfortably, I guess, as possible, get through this with our families and our friends. Plus, if you've been recently unemployed or you just need a new reasonably priced computer so you can do some job searching, We've got a question and Kim's ideas for you on that. It's Commando On Demand Insider. This is not the Kim Commando Show. Every week we do the three-hour nationally syndicated Kim Commando Show on over 400 radio stations. And that is available as a podcast. And it's also available for you to come and watch the show as we record it live on Friday at 3 o'clock Eastern and noon Pacific time. Now, to do that and to do it for free right now, go to getkim.com. That's getkim.com. Use promo code KIM. You'll get a free 30-day trial. Then it's the regular $4.99 after that. But again, that free trial is available at getkim.com. All right, we're going to talk to Snow from IBM's X-Force in just a few moments on Commando On Demand Insider.
1: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: Oh, oh.
2: Uh, David in Huntsville, Alabama. Hi there, David.
3: Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. I'm so excited to talk to you.
2: Well, thank you. What's going on?
3: Well, um, there was a website. I got got an email. My my wife's a travel agent, and she forwarded me um, an email. Uh, It was actually a website. Uh, for S, uh, of course, being a travel agent, she started getting hit in January with with cancellations and oh, things going way down. I mean, it was it was yeah. it was terrible.
2: So I mean, it, she had a tough enough business already being a travel agent with all these websites, and then to get hit with this, where there's no travel, it's got to be a complete nightmare, devastating.
3: Oh, it was, and people who had. Uh, use some of the OTAs. You had people calling her, trying to get her to help them, and oh. you know, there's just everyone was panicked. Um, and uh, so she, uh, I, I got this website, so I, I look at. <laughs> com, so I go in. And I you know what? Yeah, I got to
2: ask you a favor, David. Yes, stop me? saying the address, the web oh, address.
3: Okay. So anyway, that's okay because
2: I don't want people to go to this web address thinking that they're going to get a loan. That's that's why. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, they're not. Okay. <laughs> I don't think uh, I went to this website and I was putting the information in. Uh, and when I was done, um, I got to kept to wondering, well, is this a brokerage site or is this is this a, a, a bank? It didn't none of that show. But as I put the information in, it asked for routing numbers, It asked for checking account numbers, it asked for Social Security numbers, it asked for EIN, it asked for.
2: Did you Every give it
3: all budget. that? Did you give all that information? Don't make me answer that, please. I did. I'm sorry. They got all that information. So it all went in. So okay. I, I, I'm checking on or, or their brokerage site. So I go back to see if there was anything about fees. I couldn't see anything about fees on the site, but there was no contact information. There, there was a page about us. Uh, there was legal legal on one page, and you get down to a section that says if you need to contact us, and then it was blank, nothing. So I was well, frantic.
2: Well, first of all, just know that the SBA is not going to email you, okay. And any communication is going to send you to sba dot gov. Um, you know if. My fear, you know, on the upside, you know, maybe that, like you said, maybe it's just a brokerage. Maybe they were going to try to make a few percentage points on the loan, okay, by administering that loan for you. But when I – this is why I didn't want you to give out the web address on the air. When I did a who is search, have you ever done a who is search?
3: No. I've heard of such, but I didn't know how to do that.
2: Okay. So a who is search – uh, tells you who owns a domain. Okay. And when I did a who is search on this particular web address, it says everything was hidden and it's done by proxy. So any legitimate organization, if you do a who is search, it's not going to be hidden. You get my drift? Yes. So the concern is now, what do we do now? You know, you have you may not think you have good luck. Right. But I think you have good luck right now. And here's the reason why is that on the other line, right after you is the chief people hacker for IBM. Okay. Okay. And what snow does, that's her name. What snow does is that she talks about all this stuff and she warns us all about these domains that are popping up, right? Snow. Absolutely. So what do you think was behind this website that David went to? Because he got an email Mm -hmm. and they asked for all this information. uh, And now there's no contact information. What should David do next?
4: So I think if you were, you provided all of your information, which it sounds like you did, I would go and I would put a freeze on my credit. I would call my bank. I would change you know, account numbers if I could. I always like to assume the worst, right? You don't want to just think, oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal. But I mean, think about all the information you supplied and then try to freeze an attacker from utilizing that information as much as possible.
2: Because this, this website just got everything, didn't they? And it's so easy for anybody to look legitimate. I'll tell you, Snow, if you go to this website, and Manny can give you the address, you go to this website, uh, they even have a video up. I mean, it looks good. It looks fantastic. It does. But there's no contact information. So when we start talking about the SBA, uh, just know that the SBA is going to, if they ever email you, it's going to be from sba.gov. But if you are looking for information about the payroll protection program or the economic injury, industry injury rather disaster loan, uh, it can be difficult to navigate, but you can do that over at SBA.gov. So, Snow, what else are you seeing out there that we need to warn people about?
4: So, we are seeing since March 11th, when the COVID 19 was declared a pandemic by the WHO, IBM X Force has observed more than 6,000% of an increase in. COVID-19 related spam, which is huge. So we've seen spam ranging from impersonating major banks like American Express and Wells Fargo, all the way to claiming to be the SBA as well.
2: And are there any really red flags that we're seeing now, I mean, that somebody can say, oh, this is not from Amex, this isn't from Wells Fargo, this is not from the IRS? I mean, and it's even get worse because now the Census Bureau is emailing us, okay, about COVID-19. And we're like, wait, we told everybody you weren't going to do that. Now you are.
4: (laughs) Yeah, there's a good handful of warning signs. So one of the first ones I like to tell people is look to see who is actually – who the email's coming from. So it might say American Express, but we've seen a lot of very poorly looking domains. So it might be support at 12345.info, right? The American Express is not going to email you from that email address. So that's the first one. The second one I would like to say is look for what I call fraud speak. So it might look like English is written as a second language, or there might be some funky words in there that don't make sense. And then the last one is urgency, and this is a tactic I do all the time when I'm doing phishing campaigns, but the emails really want to get their target to comply fast to click the link or download the attachment, so they might say things like you have forty eight hours or twenty four hours to get this done, or else you know you might fail to lose your money or or you cannot complete this task so those are the big warning signs when looking at email address or sorry for emails. Yeah, and you know,
2: and you just have to, you know, you got to be smart, right? I mean, I know we're all, especially if we have a small business, you know, we're all struggling, right? And and it might be so tempting to just click that link and reply to that email, but you know, just go to the official sources. If you have any questions whatsoever, right. just, you know, just go to that homepage. Hey, Snow, always such a pleasure to have you with us. You're always so smart. I love smart women. I think you're amazing. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. And being the, being the chief people hacker, that's a title that we were thinking about, like Mike James, who is our tech director. He wanted to be the special agent in charge, but now I think he wants to be the chief people hacker for our whole entire network. So now once again, uh, keep going, keep being out there and keep fighting for us. We appreciate you.
0: Hey, don't forget, if this is fun to you as it is to us, you can get Kim's breaking news, security alerts, data breaches, and much more digital know-how. You'll be the first on your block and maybe in your town to know about what's going on as far as security issues. Almost like snow that we just heard from. It's at commando.com. And on the top, click on the newsletter button. We'll have you confirm that you want them and you'll be in the know with the commando newsletters up next it's the always sensible dr laura schlesinger kim talks to dr laura about some ideas on making this go a little bit easier on you and your family next on commando on demand insider
2: no doubt these are frightening times we're in the midst of this global pandemic It's really something that we thought could only happen in a big budget Hollywood thriller, right? But here we are. Cities and countries are shut down. We're worried about the silent enemy that can attack us without us even knowing. I mean, Make one mistake and you got it. Let's hope that there are enough hospital beds and ventilators for everyone. And face masks are mandatory, not just for medical personnel, but for everyone. And oh, be sure that they're N95s. Uh, supermarket shelves are often empty of essential items. We all know about the, the toilet paper shortage of 2020. We're flattening the curve. We're stopping the spread. We're practicing social distancing. All these new phrases, right? Oh, and don't go near anyone who's vulnerable or immune deficient. The food supply is in danger. Now, let's add to all of that um, unprecedented unemployment rates. Businesses closing all over. The stock market in a free fall. Kids are at home because the schools are closed. So, what can happen next? We're waiting for a vaccine test for everyone. Uh, maybe your phone will alert you if you've been exposed to anyone with COVID, as Apple and Google are partnering up for that. But you can't really say that's true because two billion phones aren't recent enough to even aren't even recent enough to participate. It's hard to say, isn't it? I mean. When will the new normal be when things get actually back to normal? So this is a different commando on demand podcast. We're not going to cover the latest hacker tricks, ways to make money online, or speak with a tech industry mover or shaker. And I've always been honest with you. And I have to tell you, I've had a few bad times over the past six weeks that I've been home. And I think we all have, really. But I also will tell you that I've had the most amazing conversations with my son and my husband And I've had the time and the energy at night to play Scrabble with my mom and talk about the good old days that were really just, well, just a few months ago. So I asked my dear friend, Dr. Laura, to come on and help us deal with the emotional hurders, the anxiety, maybe even the panic that you might be feeling today. And I want you to feel more confident and in control when it's so hard to do this for yourself and for your family. And you know who Dr. Laura is. She's one of the most successful talk radio hosts of all time. And she has based her entire career on helping people. You can hear her every single day on Sirius XM Triumph Channel 111, or you can join her family at drlaura.com to get the podcast. And I will tell you, she is a true giver. And I know this personally, because I know Dr. Laura. And thank you so much for joining us. And let me just start here at the top. What do you think is the hardest thing that most people are dealing with right now?
1: Uh, Fear of the future. That's my sense. Okay, we got this. We're home. We're doing these things. We're washing the hands. We, We got this covered. What's going to be a year from now? If we leave our house, are we going to be struck then? So I think what's, really been the problem is that we don't know what's coming we don't know if a vaccine is coming we don't know how the world is going to be from now on everything's changed in just about every country so i think that's been pretty scary uh and we can talk about all the sort of negatives they're easy <laughs> i think you named them all as yeah, a matter of fact are. listening to your open i started to get depressed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: You know, and and which is so unlike me because my glass is always half full. I mean, it is.
1: I have to smack you down. You're so cheerful. So, <laughs> um, but I got to tell you, what I've been hearing an awful lot of is, and you're not going to believe this, that there is a silver lining to all of this. And you named some of it with your mom. By the way, who wins with the Scrabble?
2: Well. I went, and and she always she always says, like, she'll turn over, she'll go, like, look, I have another blank. And I'm like, no, Mom, you already had two blanks. There's only two in the whole game.
1: <laughs> well, I just want to know so that when I play with you guys, I know who I should be scared of. But anyway, uh, I did a whole show one day because it just sort of happened accidentally because, surprise to me, somebody called and said, you know, there's a silver lining. And I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, I am overwhelmed mostly. Now, maybe it's just people who listen to my show and have been trained by me for 43 years, but I'm mostly here. I have more time to breathe. I'm looking back at the way I used to live my life. And to go, 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 go. Not friends, not sex with my spouse not spending time with my kids, dumping them in daycare. Now we're stuck, and I realize the value of being with them. I have more time with my uh, husband or wife. We're having more sex. We're playing board games. We're taking walks when it's allowed, and we're actually just spending time hanging, which we didn't do because we were all so busy, busy, busy. What this sort of did is it locked down everyone out of the frenetic pace that everybody's been on, especially on the net, And with activities and to jobs in the family and nobody paying attention to anything other than their routine. And so what I'm hearing a lot of is this has taught me. A lot of people are telling me they don't want to go back to the normal they had. Now, that being said, I do think that's probably over half the population. But then you get the people who are alone. You get the people whose companies or jobs went under and still you're getting in addition to the panic of how we're going to eat and how we're going to pay our rent and how are we going to survive there's something remarkable that happened when people had to stop leading the kind of lives we were all leading well i'll
2: tell you i i feel that i feel like i had to stop and when i stopped i suddenly looked at and said what am i doing i mean Where have I been for the last two years doing the radio and global television and pumping out newsletters and doing all this? I mean, I went for a walk today at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. I wouldn't, you know, two months ago, eight o'clock, I would have been sitting in my office, right? (laughs) Saying, okay, here's what we're going to, here's the mountain we're going to conquer today, kids, you know? And it has been very refreshing to sit back and to cook dinner every night, not Postmates, not have it delivered. I mean that there for me, it's been a reset, like you mentioned, and
1: and I was never cooking, so uh, and I'm enjoying it, and I cook very plain things because I eat plain, but I'm enjoying it as opposed to okay, dinner's ready, okay, do this, okay, do that. Uh, So I think a lot of people are reassessing what they're going to go back into. I think there's going to be a new normal. There's never going to be what we had before, and not only as an ominous thing to say, but as a benevolent thing to say. Uh, There have been a lot of negatives, too, in that, uh, you know, people vary in their willingness and ability to deal with truth in the real world. And you have a lot of people who even immediately said, this is just hype, this is political, this is this, this is that. We'll keep the church, have 5,000 people in it, and then the pastor gets COVID and dies, Uh, you know. People are dying partially because they just didn't want to believe they could. So you have a lot of people who are in denial and a lot of people who just have sort of odd ways of looking at things and trust nothing and no one and so weren't willing to follow. But I would say that most of the country, even with the protesters, which are not that many areas and not that many people, uh, understand that this is temporary. Could be a year, could be a year and a half, but that's still temporary. And every time we keep ourselves safe, we save somebody else's life, even though the Lieutenant Governor of Texas in his comments said there are things more important than living.
2: Yeah, what was that? <laughs> what what is that? I'm sorry. Yes.
1: Can you name three? And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> that just was missaid, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that was. You know, when, when it first happened, I Ian was um my son was at SMU in Dallas and they had canceled all the flights and everything else. And I said, you know, you just, you need to figure out how to get out of love field and get your butt to Phoenix, just figure it out. And he figured it out and and a couple of days go by and I, and I noticed that he's kind of like a little remorse and I'm like, you know, what's going on? And he's like, well, you know, this is college and I can't have the college life. And he said, you know, but I understand. He said, I, I can't really go see my friends, even though my friends are hanging out together because that would be so disrespectful to my grandmother and to my father. And I looked at him, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Ask your kid, babe. But it was the term of disrespectful. I I was just like, I looked at him and and he was driving and I didn't know quite what to say. You know, you have those parenting moments. You're like,
1: wow, all those years paid off. (laughs) Yes, they did. And I think a lot of kids are sort of getting rebooted from their snowflake, it's all about me.
2: Yes, they are. To
1: reconnecting something that has value in it because that's basically all we have left right now. So, what
2: do you say to people who, what would you say to somebody who's just like obsessed with the news and they've got Fox News on 24 7 and. I mean,
1: first of all, if you want to be obsessed with news, go to more than three sites because, you know, everything has been politicized. Life and death here is now politicized. Um, But I I was reading for the first week and a half everything just to try to understand what was going on. And because I figured people would be calling me and being ignorant on my own show was not a good plan. So
2: um, (laughs) you're so funny, but
1: I have stopped doing it. Because, you know, we'll have a vaccine when we have the vaccine. We'll have a, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it or how many people are screaming, science takes time. Right. And that's just a fact. I started out life as a physiologist. You, no matter how much money you throw at something, I mean, how many, how many years have we thrown money at cancer? You know, right. we don't have a pill. So uh, people have to understand that there's no magic here, that we have some control But reading everything to try to gain a sense of control is self-destructive. And I think people should spend no more than five minutes a day updating what's new. Okay, turn it off and get on with life. Or they're going to have more and more nightmares and have more and more PTSD when this is over. I have
2: to tell you, I'm sleeping better now than I have in the past. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Okay, good to go. And I know a lot of people, though, are having trouble sleeping.
1: I'm not having trouble sleeping, but I'm having, you know, bad dreams. And evidently, that's pretty typical these days. I mean, the, the situation of what's going on it, it has gone into my dreams, and I get calls to that effect also. You know, now that you say that, I
2: have had some weird dreams. I have had some wicked things. That's what people are saying. They're weird. Yeah, it's like your brain's trying to figure something out. And it's having trouble, the synapses are having trouble, like going, okay, wait, this was not supposed to happen. Where did this come from? Right. And so you mentioned the word control. Right. To focus on the things that you can control, right? You can wash your hands, you can avoid touching your face. I never realized how much I touched my face for for the last six weeks. I'm like, oh, put your hands down. No kidding. Wow. Um.
1: You know there's the great hardships of my nails and hair look
2: like crap but other than that <laughs> uh although I will tell you I, this just a little girl talk I haven't had my hair done in probably two months it's up in a bun every single day um and then as far as my nails I I am doing them myself and I'm like wow this is actually really nice I don't have to like have an appointment I
1: well, you are you are more competent at those things than I am
0: now. <laughs> okay. Hey, if you have a question about something digital, get Kim's unbiased tech advice. And of course, this is advice that you can trust. You can google anything but only at commando.com do you get the advice that you can trust from america's digital pro just go to commando.com and in the upper right click on be a caller now we'll ask you a couple of details about your question then our producer manny will be in touch with you to set you up for a call on the nationally syndicated kim commando show it's fun and again you get the right answers just uh, go to commando.com and look for that button in the upper right All right, up next, it's part two of Kim's conversation with Dr. Laura Schlesinger.
1: Uh, One of the things I would recommend uh, highly, on, if I gave a top five, this would be one or two, uh, as high points. Uh, They should spend a lot of time with the family or each other watching uh, funny movies.
2: Yeah, that's a good call.
1: Movies that make you laugh. And because we have the research has pretty much indicated that when people are laughing heartily, all kinds of very positive changes are taking place in the increased breathing, the increased endorphins in the brain. Uh, all these benevolent changes actually help your uh, ability to fight off you know, your immunity. So it's very important that people fill their brains less with the scary news and more with silly stuff and i find so i started you know to prove the point i was doing that myself and uh i finished i watched victor victoria uh (laughs) which is hilarious and uh you know a lot of other films Uh, i can't even name them all right now but when i would go to bed it would be just a lightened mind so people need humor i understand that there's more and better sex between married couples Because now we're not too tired from a whole day of being (laughs) self-centered. Yes. And the kids, the adults that are home with kids uh, need to give the kids their alone time and they have to have their adult time. I think too many parents are thinking they have to be sort of entertaining the kids all the time, but that's part of the old way of thinking that there can't be any downtime. And uh, I've been sending a couple of gifts to some of my friends who have kids. One, she likes all kinds of crap. So I went on Amazon and bought her uh, a beginner kit on how to string jewelry. Oh, and she wow. immediately started making stuff. So, and it was, you know, not expensive. It was very inexpensive. So there are things you can do so that kids can amuse themselves, puzzles, for example, where they can amuse themselves. It isn't all that you have to sit on them and entertain them. That's what you were doing beforehand. That has to stop. But that's different from the doing things together, that 100 years ago, families at night did stuff together, board games, read, sang, danced. I mean, a lot of people are getting back into what family meant. Yes, you're
2: right. You're right. I mean, I I totally see that with my family, that we are like sitting outside and looking at the stars and I'm sat to myself like, when is the last time we actually did that? And everybody's devices were down. Nobody's like checking their Facebook or Instagram or posting something or whatever it might be.
1: So you see as horrible and devastating that this all is. Unbelievable benevolent side. That's true. Looking
2: at the positive side. So, What do you tell somebody who who's who's having trouble finding that positive moment? Maybe they're maybe they're living with somebody who they really have just figured out that they don't like.
1: Well, that's when you unless you're in one of the counties and that's changing that you're not even allowed to leave your house, get on a bicycle, take a walk. Uh, Physical activity is one of the best things to do for feeling the blahs, getting depressed physical activity and then it's sort of a vicious circle well i don't feel like doing anything uh and so i don't do anything so i feel worse and i feel worse that i didn't do anything and it just goes you know down the toilet and that's where you pick up the phone and you call friends that's another thing i left out that i should have put in and that is people are making connections now that they were too busy to do
2: I, don't have time. I know I'm answering
1: my phone a lot more now
2: than I ever have.
1: and talking to people, and I got friends checking in with me all the time. How are you doing? Do you need anything? uh you know everybody says that because i'm seventy three <laughs> anyway yeah, but you know uh, what let me
2: tell you when when i'm seventy three I want to be you at seventy three okay I mean <laughs> thank you i mean you are you are you are a planker I mean you are in great shape. <laughs>
1: Well, you could outrun me because I don't run, but you're a good runner. But, you know, really, people are spending more time and their kids are getting shopping done for older people in the neighborhood or people who are ill. Uh, You just see a lot of more community effort. Uh, You know, the first responders are having people give them food and masks that they're making and all kinds of things. There's just more benevolency going on. So, uh, as, as horrible as this is, and I'm it's terrible that so many people have died and still will die from this. Uh, but it's also brought out the beauty in so many people.
2: Hey, have you noticed that when you go for a walk, because here in Phoenix, when I go for a walk, I notice that people are like waving. Yeah. And they're saying hello. And I'm like, I'm like, this didn't happen four months ago.
1: No, we're hungry for contact.
2: Yes, that's probably it. I didn't think about that. You're right.
1: Oh, somebody asked me the other day, what do I... Seriously, miss the most outside of racing my sailboat. Well, seriously, what do you miss the most? I said hugs. Uh, when we'd race, we'd all hug. Uh, when you see a friend, you hug. When you meet for dinner during, you know, on a weekend or something, you hug. If you do, uh, I miss the hugs, and I'm very hug deficient. Um, any other interesting calls that you've gotten on your show? Um, tons. Uh, I wrote down notes from two today. Just. I picked two that I thought would be relevant. Uh, 73-year-old woman called. She, within the last 100 days, three of her siblings died. There were five. One had died a long time ago. So she's, they just died. And she was calling angry that her adult children were not understanding how much pain it was Do I sound like I'm in pain? No, I sound angry. Uh, How much pain I'm in because my three sisters are gone. So I had to work on her a bit. I wish we could just play the call because I thought, frankly, it was sort of spectacular how I broke down the barrier. Because she has spent her whole life, I can take care of anything, anybody, myself, not to worry, I'm good. And she's not good right now. So she's surprised her kids are not rallying around her. They assume she's fine. So when I explained to her, she fought me. I explained it again, and she broke down and cried. And I said, good. Right now, while you're crying, start calling your kids. Wow. They haven't seen this side of you. They don't know what you need. So I think some of that is happening, and it was very touching. It made me tear up. Uh, Then there was a 54-year-old woman who called. Her husband is out of work a month, and he's communicating on his iPad with some woman from work. And I said, okay, open the iPad, read back over all the text. Is there anything sexy, sensual, flirtatious? No. And I said, you're overreacting. And I think what's happening now is that people are stressed out the things that would normally be oh yeah her last text said do you have any idea when we're getting back to work I mean that's real sexy Um, (laughs) but when you're stressed out you tend to exaggerate my personal self I was wondering why in the last two weeks I was getting indigestion every day indigestion every day I I me Dr. Laura Schlesinger I me underappreciated how stressed I was because I'm taking care of people and I thought I was doing just fine, but no matter how fine, how strong you are, how competent you are, how connected you are, how this or that, this is stressful. Everybody is stressed. Everybody listening to us right now admit it. You're stressed and you may not feel it, but does your back hurt? You have headaches? Is your sinus bothering you? Is your tummy bothering you? That's where I go. When I'm upset, uh, it goes right to my tummy. So, you know, I'm trying to relax a little more, do a little more yoga, uh, watch stupid, funny movies. And I find, you know, that my tummy's getting better. So we all have to appreciate that no matter how strong, how connected, how how you're doing everything right, this is... Use my language.
2: This is a bitch of a thing for us all to go through. It is. It's unprecedented. I mean, I, I never would have thought. I mean, if, if you would have told me this six months ago, you know, Kim, come around March or April, we're all going to be sequestered in our houses. You're going to lose advertisers. I had to lay off six people, which I, I mean, six dear people. I mean, I love these people. But we were not doing a TV show, so it didn't make sense to keep them on board. Uh, But if you would have told me that, I I never would have believed any of this would have been possible, that that my places in Hawaii would be under quarantine. I mean, like, excuse me, what? What's
1: going on there? No, I never would have thought this. I mean, my mother was in Italy in World War Two, ducking bombs, uh, but we were not ducking bombs here in America. So the rest of the world actually has had experience with this. This is new for us. But that's great advice, and thank you
2: so much, because it is is—it is finding that silver lining, and knowing that this will stop. I don't know if we will ever have, quote-unquote, normalcy again, and I don't know what the new normal will be, um, but the best thing we can do is just keep moving forward.
1: I'm hoping the new normal will be people being less frenetic and self-involved. I mean, there are people who had their kids in daycare, which to me is child neglect and abandonment. And now they're home with their kids suddenly seeing what they were missing. And I've gotten lots of communication with women saying, I'm not going back to work. <laughs> uh, I see good now for that them. my kid needs me. My kid needs me. Yeah. So it's this big awareness, you know. And uh, so I frankly am not looking forward to what we used to have. I had to fight against it too much. It wasn't good for people. Uh, and I think a more sane, rational, centered, uh, caring, compassionate life where we're doing more for others is the new place to go. I believe we're getting trained for that.
2: Which is awesome. Again, thank you for joining us. And you can hear Dr. Laura every day on Sirius XM Triumph Channel 111 or you know what? Just get the podcast too. It's phenomenal. You can join her family over at Laura dot com. And again, thanks again for joining us, Dr. Laura. Oh,
1: anytime. Take care. Lots of hugs.
0: Yes, yeah, there's my hug. virtual
1: hug. Okay,
0: <laughs> <Get> <laughs> thank you. Hug. It's Commando on Demand, and if you're like many, have been unemployed recently and are looking for a way to find a new job you might need a new computer we've got a question and Kim's answer about just that next on Commando on Demand Insider all right back to the phones we go
2: with Aaron in Bloomington Illinois hi there Aaron hi
3: hi it's good welcome to be here. what's going on uh i'm curious i'm needing like a laptop computer but i really don't have a lot to spend and um I've been doing my church service Zoom on my phone. It's kind of hard to see everybody. And yeah, I'd, like to be able to, I'd, like, I'd like to be able to message or FaceTime my mom more because she's 45 minutes away.
2: Yeah, you know, it gets it gets really tough. So were you laid off?
3: Yeah, I was laid off on March 13th. And, and what were you doing? Until August. Oh, until um, August. I work at an arena box office. I sell tickets for shows. So Yeah,
2: it gets pretty tough, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it does, and I live alone, so it's (laughs) it's really rough. (laughs) So,
2: do you have Wi-Fi at the house? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. All right, a couple of things that you can do. Uh, You know, Walmart has a brand of laptops. It's actually affordable, and they're pretty good. They're pretty decent uh the and the brand is onn and like a 14 inch laptop it uh has you know it has everything that you might need is about 365 Mm dollars on the other side you could get a chromebook and a chromebook uh everything happens online that's why i asked if you had wi-fi and it runs the chrome os and uh, basically you'd be using Google Docs and everything along the way. And the mm-hmm. downside with the Chromebook is that if it's not connected to Wi-Fi, there's really not a lot that you can do with it. Okay?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and if and they're about $200. And then if you had $500, we're probably looking at something like a Dell and Spiria. Yeah. I have about $150, that's a,
3: about 150 or so. To spend 000. on it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just, I've got to. Well, I have to have my money for rent. <laughs> oh sure.
2: You know what, Aaron? I hear you. So let me do this. How about how about if I send you a laptop?
1: Oh really?
2: Yes. I'll send you a laptop, Aaron.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Okay. Now, don't cry because you're going to make me cry. So I'm hosting the show, and it's not good when the host cries, okay?
1: Oh, you just made my day. Okay.
2: Well, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? Okay. And uh, and we're also going to give you a, a Kim's uh, Commando Community membership, okay? Oh, well, wow, thanks. So that this way you can listen to the show, you can get the podcast, you can watch the shows, and then here's the other deal is that with this commando community membership, we have these forums. And so if you have any questions about, you know, how to use the laptop or what kind of software or how to do this or how to do that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to start going crazy and going on Google. Cause you, I don't want you to get messed up. All right. Okay. So you could just leave me a question there and uh, I answer questions and we have a whole bunch of other people who will, will help you out too. All right. Okay. so, we're just gonna need I just need uh I'm gonna buy it, Aaron, myself. And so what I need is make sure you give Manny I I can't have a P.O. box, I need like a mailing address.
3: I have a mailing address. And,
2: and your phone number. Okay. And then uh well I'll make sure that I'll get it out there as quickly as I can for you, okay? Okay.
3: Yeah, Manny's my new friend.
2: <laughs> he is. Manny's everybody's friend. He's
3: so we, sweet.
2: We I yeah, know, isn't he? Oh, he's just the nicest too. guy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for your call. It's going to help you out. I know it well.
1: Thank
2: you so much. My pleasure. Well,
0: thank you for joining us for Commando on Demand Insider. We hope you found this information helpful. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe and make sure that you get these podcasts loaded to your vice automatically every single week. And if you found this information helpful, especially if you know somebody that's unemployed and looking for a way to find a job, share this podcast. It helps more people find us, and we do appreciate it. Just to tell them to go to commando.com on their favorite podcast player. It's that easy. K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com on their favorite podcast player. Of course, you can share it on social media as well. We appreciate that. And we'll see you next time on Commando On Demand Insider.